Welcome to another edition of Cloud Unfiltered. Today we have Carla and Penny from uh, Container Solutions. Did I get that right this time? Yeah, so I've been getting that wrong every time. So it's a, it's a great thing. Um, and actually, this is the second test. The first one was just a test of this show. And because it's SRE, we had some site reliability problems with the first recording. And this is a good reason why you need to have these practices. So without further ado, I'm going to kick it off to Carla and uh, Penny for to uh, just tell us a little bit about what Container Solutions does, how it came about, and um, you know, give us give us yeah. the uh, the lowdown there. Thank you, Michael. Uh, my name is Pini Resnik. I'm uh, uh, in charge of marketing container solutions, also co-founder. I'm originally originally an engineer and was a CTO for five, for five years. And uh, uh, so we started in early days of cloud native, before the cloud native term was existed and uh, before CNCF was a thing. Those days we were um, trying to help people to understand why Docker is amazing and why it will rule the world. And uh, uh, and we always get all kind of weird responses, like it doesn't run on Windows and uh, it's, uh, you know, very early stage. So no one wanted to do it. Uh, so basically what we are doing today is uh, not really Docker anymore, but Kubernetes and cloud native transformations and helping people to move to the cloud in the way that uh, is more holistic and consistent and not just technology, but also organizational structure and, uh, and the culture. And SRE is definitely a very significant part of that. Yeah, and that's, I think that um, it's interesting because it's still an area that's being defined, you know, so a lot of people don't understand what the SRE piece is, which is site reliability engineering. And really, you know, there are a lot of aspects of that. So, um, you know, traditionally, I think that people would just say, okay, let's just do, let's just bring up some kind of monitoring and make sure the site's up down, you know, make sure the apps are up down. And that was pretty much it. And now we're getting into this world of DevOps and SecOps and, uh, you know, Sec DevOps and whatever ops you want to make. And, um, you know, now what we're trying to do is kind of automate a lot of those processes and verify that things are getting deployed right, verify that things are checked before they're deployed, you know, verify that the right security is in place, you know, all these kinds of things that kind of kind of fall into this realm of SRE. So, I mean, is there something that you guys really, you know, when we talk SRE, what is it that you guys think of when you think of SRE? I think... I mean, we have done this recording before and the cloud ate the recording. So uh, it's an excellent example, example of problems that will happen, not may happen, but definitely will happen. And you need to be ready for that. And the question really is not if the problems will happen and if you can fix them, but, but mostly the difference is between being reactive, uh, proactive or preventive. Do you want to respond to failure? and just restart the server and do something else that typical or traditional operations people would do? Or you want to try to um, proactively monitor and try to eventually prevent the failure before it happens. But it's also important to make sure that uh, as, as long as your systems are growing and the world is becoming more and more complex and the clouds are becoming more and more complex, 
that development teams and operations teams are consistently investing more and more efforts to build more stable and reliable systems. Not reliable in terms of redundancy and backups, but really in proactive monitoring, observability, knowing what's going on around. And really, it's all about prevention, because once the failure happens, it's too expensive, typically. Yeah, no, I, to I totally agree. And I think that um, it's interesting, you know, when, when we talked a little bit about this in the previous recording, but, um, you know, the, the culture has to change too, though, you know, because the, the culture is, um, you know, we might become from a traditional network server culture, and we really have to change that more into this kind of DevOps, DevSecOps, all those other kinds of things, because, you know, things are crossing, they're kind of cross-pollinating right now. So we, we can't just kind of keep it in our silos. We have to figure out how to best interact in a way that allows us to be more fluent for the developers, um, but also allows people to kind of inject that, that, uh, that, that life cycle that allows for monitoring and, and checking of the application and failure and all that other kind of stuff. And that's a big change in culture. I mean, how do you deal with that within these corporations? Because I think that's a bigger problem. I think the DevOps world, world the term, is here for over a decade. And, uh, and it's a good direction. It's good to break silos and people put people in the same room, you know, to, to fix problems together. But that's not enough because expertise is important. People still need to to do their job. The operations people and development people, they have different goals, innovation or stability, right? innovation or customer success or customer uh, satisfaction. And they are contradicting, right? And and this kind of thing, is, it, it's better to divide those teams, but they need to make sure that they're both helping each other to improve. That's why SRE is different from traditional operations. It provides SLAs, SLOs, and error budgets to keep the development teams accountable and consistently improve the quality of their code, but still deliver innovation as they go. Because uh, um, innovation is the lifeblood of a business. But if you cannot deliver, if, if your system is down, then you are losing money. So both are very important. And it's always about continuous improvement, right? And this, this is the, the core principle of SRE. Yeah, really yeah, appreciate a lot of the insight too. And I was going to ask, um, you know, just because I, I've been listening in the background, and, and one of the reasons that we really wanted to talk to you guys today was, um, you guys have a conference coming up, and I and I think we we'd be remiss not to uh, to mention that because that was, you know, what Mike is actually a participant at the conference, which will be great, and and he'll probably talk a little bit about that. But I was curious, you know given everything you've said about the importance of an SRE and, and, and really the reason why we've seen such a rise in the, the concept of SRE, I'm, you know, I, I would love to hear about, you know, the conference and, and maybe why you decided this warranted its own event and maybe more specifically what you guys hope to accomplish, because I know, you know, looking at the website and we'll make sure to put that in the show notes, right. You've got sp specific tracks that you're trying to accomplish and, and really convey, and you've got panelists that are going to be coming to, to talk about those things, including Mike. So I'm, I'm curious to, to hear WTF, WTF, you know, yeah, <laughs> WTF SRE, right. What is yeah, WTF on WTF SRE, right. Um, yeah. What can you tell us about about the conference? 
It's a perfect timing for Carla to introduce herself. There you go. Hello, Carla. Oh, hello. Yes, I'm here. Please introduce yourself so uh, our listeners yeah. don't suddenly wonder why a female is talking and not three men. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I can talk actually because um, uh, I'm Carla uh, and I'm the head of events of Container Solutions. And uh, I've been leading this project, uh, that, that conference, uh, WTF is SRE. So I've seen the, this baby grow <laughs> since the beginning, and now we're almost there uh, because the 20th of May is coming up soon. But it, it's been it's been a, a, an interesting ride, and and yes, um, at the beginning when we were discussing the concept together with Cisco as well, we were wondering which are the main areas that that we want to focus on and we want to discuss at the conference. And in the end, we decided to have three tracks. Um, so one track is uh, is around observability, which you know is kind of the, the, the core of a survey of monitoring and make sure that everything is, is being uh, uh, running. And then we're gonna focus also on uh, security and DevSecOps because uh, even though sometimes it's a bit of a taboo uh, to mention the security, it's a hot conversation with the teams, uh, we, we consider that it's something very important to, uh, to cover and educate uh, our community. And the last one is multi-cloud, because it's very easy to consider operations in, a, in, in one cloud uh, provider, but then, you know, the, the, the times are changing. And, and now it's very, um, for, for companies, it's very uh, rare to, to use only one cloud provider. And it's actually quite important to, to give uh, more um, perspective on a multi-cloud environment. And what does that mean, actually, if you need to consider security in, in a multi-cloud environment, or, or again, the observability and all the other uh, aspects. So this is actually one of the main uh, reasons why um, why we chose the, the multi-cloud. And I know that, uh, Michael, you yourself, you're going to talk about that at the conference. So we are we're very excited. You know, I changed my mind. I think I'm going to talk about something oh. else. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So yeah, no, I think that it's really important. And I think a lot of the same constructs still yield true. You know, you still need observability. Um, you still need, you know, some way to troubleshoot. You still need uh, some way to look at and create policy. Um, you know, you, you need a lot of the same things, but you need a way to kind of bring it together and visualize this stuff, a way to understand what's going on. Um, you know, and there's a lot of technology, but technology is just one aspect of it. You know, and I'm, as, as um, Pini was talking, I, I actually thought more like maybe there should be a fourth track about like, you know, what does it mean operationally and what does it mean, you know, how do you do these processes? You know, because actually that's actually a pretty cool uh, you know, maybe the next conference we'll, we'll have a fourth track, right? Uh, yeah, so that would be a pretty interesting thing. But I think you could include that in a lot of the tech. So I think it's, you know, okay, well, how do you look at multi-cloud? Um, where do you get your observability from? You know, do you use a service mesh? You know, um, uh, you know what kind of policies do you have? Uh, how do you deploy to multi-cloud and do it in a consistent way? So there's a lot of aspects that, you know, really come into multi-cloud that, that, you know, I'm, I'm excited to talk about. So I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation. And that's just what I like. I like to have conversations where, where you know, obviously we're a little bit, uh, you know, we're over um, 
video right now, but I do like, uh, you know, to, to start a conversation with the, with the community and hopefully, you know, let it resonate a little bit. So um, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be great. I'm so excited to be part of this. And for those for those people joining in who have never done uh, a WTF uh, WTF conference, which I know there's a series of them, what can you tell us about the conference that makes it different? Um, you know, I know for example, I'm I'm super excited about the panel because um, that's a great opportunity to get in front of industry experts and kind of meet them. So I'm curious to hear what what makes this conference better, uh, you know, than than some of the other ones that people have been attending over the last year virtually. Andrew, free is always better. Well, free, yeah. So let's let's be clear, guys. It is free. The only I price guess. you have to pay is waking up early if you're in America. But that it's is a America. very, very yeah. small price to pay. And I understand that there will be excellent music and yoga to entice you to wake up early. To, that's so. at the end. You're not supposed to give people that information. Right. <laughs> <at the end. laughs> so, yes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> anyway, I'm stealing all of Carla's thunder because yeah. – um, because that's what I do. But anyway, Carla, please tell us about the conference itself and what makes it unique and exciting. Well, yes, I, I mean, that, that, that the panel that you mentioned, it, it's very, um, it's, it's connected to what uh, Michael was saying about creating conversations and all the points that, that we were touching uh, together with Pini as well. Because we need to have this conversation also about creating a sort of a culture around um, around the DevSecOps and, and Ops in general, about also establishing psychological safety in, in, uh, in your team in order to, to, to have these conversations. Because, you know, sometimes we, we are talking about the, the job of people that if something happens and you it's 3 a.m. in the morning and uh, your systems are going down, uh, then we, we don't want to blame the person. Uh, we want to be safe and... and, and uh, and be uh, open to discuss and improve next time. So that, that's why it's important to have these conversations. And, and the panel discussion is going to be around this as well, around the people behind SRE. Because we're talking about human beings here that are uh, keeping everything going. And they're, sometimes they're working, you know, they have shift 24-7 because, you know, an app from uh, Zalando or whatever is it, always there. And, and, and it's to run. So this is an important conversation that, that we're gonna cover, uh, as well as the trade-offs between, you know, keeping all your systems uh, reliable and secure, but also leave the time to innovate because it's from innovation that your, your company also, also progress. And, uh, and actually, Pini is gonna be in the panel as well. Um, I think what's, uh, what's important is that in addition to lots of really, really great experts, people who live and breathe SRE operations and, and uh, tooling and everything every day and building amazing biggest systems in the world, it's also fun, right? We always try to keep it not as dry as others. And um, the other spoilers with yoga and music and other stuff is, is just an extra addition keep people engaged and and uh, and you really learn better when you like the conversations and uh, and when you're engaged yeah that's that's a good point you know we've done Mike and I have done a lot of conferences and you know a lot of them are vendor driven vendor owned um, and not to say that the WTF one doesn't have its uh, 
you know, it's not, it's vendor backed, right? There's a lot of, even Cisco, a lot of big partners helping make this conference happen. But what's nice about these conferences, right, is that you kind of remove the fluff, you remove a lot of the, you know, the show lights and the fireworks, et cetera. And you just focus on the actual technical implementation and you get that much closer to the people who are actually responsible for these things. And so, you know, I, I've made this joke before, but a lot of the people I follow on Twitter, a lot of the people I've connected with on LinkedIn have been at these conferences because I'm not meeting some random PM or TME of no insult to myself or Mike, right, that run a product uh, product team. You're actually meeting the engineers. You're meeting people who are responsible. I'm, for this I'm moving away from product, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, you're actually moving higher up the stack. So you're actually... <laughs> Less and less relevant. You you, yeah, you, need trade, relevant now. you need to trade in your uh, your suit and t shirt top for an actual suit because uh, yes. you're you're in the office of the CTO. But you did yeah. mention something that that kind of gets my uh, you know gets me mad, and that's that Twitter banned me. And I just want to talk about that because they mentioned it last time and it didn't get recorded. But I don't know if you're out there, Twitter, and you uh, you know I don't know why I'm banned, but you know unban me, please. Thank you. Uh, anyway. I think you know what we were talking about is um, is very interesting because because I get excited about technology. I'm a techie. I love new technology, and I actually get bored when there's not something new. So I always am looking for that new technology and how to do something and how to improve it. So I think that's why these you know, and I think a lot of people in this field are like me because they they're excited about the technology. They're excited about where things are going. And I think that's what's cool about this conference is it brings that excitement. You know, except for me, I'm monotone and boring. Everything else is going to be really exciting. So, um, you know, I think that's that's why I, it really drew, drew me in. You know, talking to Carla and Pini about this, I think it was just, you know, that's that's the, the thing. It's not just like a boring old, like, boardroom type thing. You can tell by the, you know, you can tell by the name of the conference, it's going to be something that's fun and it's going to bring a lot of innovation. I think that's what's really cool. And it's absolutely, again, there are no product pitches and yeah. the company, the sponsors don't get speaking slots or anything like that. So really the best best speakers and best content we could find. And um, Wait, I'm the best you could find. We're in trouble then. I take it all back. It's a good point. I'm also speaking, uh, also not considering myself the best, but uh, um and, you know, innovation, and it, it's great. And in this specific case, SRE is is living in a world that is extremely innovative and changing every day. And yet it's all about stability. And yeah. uh, and this is a very interesting challenge. And we will try to answer this, this sort of reconcile this, uh, this weird, weird dilemma between those two things. Yeah, what would be really cool is if people come out with a more formalized idea of what SRE is all about, you know, so that it contains all these bits and pieces and, you know, what and kind of make up in their own mind what what it is to them. So that would be really cool. I really hope we can uh, or our speakers will be able to at least partially uncover the story of SRE. There are, of course, uh, multiple books written by Google and Google uh, SRE people and who invented SRE or, or formalized it. Um, and also others, but really there is quite little understanding these days what SRE means, because in most enterprises, what we see is this kind of, you know, as uh, uh, sysadmin was renamed into DevOps and then later renamed into SRE. And uh, it doesn't mean that the team is actually doing SRE. 
And I think that's what we really want to explain, that it's not just about name of a job that you currently have, but it's a different way of doing things. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last time that, you know, uh, people have a hard enough time trying to figure out what, you know, cloud native means and, and getting to the cloud that way. So, you know, add on to it SRE and all this other, you know, all these other terms, it could be a bit overwhelming. So that's why, you know, things like things like these conferences really help out. But also, while, while we were putting together the program and, and speaking with all the speakers, something that emerged was the fact that even the term SRE is kind of new still, but it has evolved and a lot of them are asking themselves, okay, what does it mean to be SRE in 2021, which is kind of different of when, when it was established. So it's important to, to refresh also uh, the concept and, and understand what's happening because also in different companies are, are facing this in, in, in different ways. And that's where it's so important to have conferences like this to open the conversation and, and exchange notes, I guess. <laughs> oh, you're doing this, I'm doing that. <laughs> uh, how does it work for you? And that's that's kind of an important point there that, you know, it's not going to be the same for every company. Every company operates differently. You're going to take the best aspects of what you learn and what kind of applies to you. And not only that, you're going to share amongst maybe people that you meet, you know, what maybe somebody else is doing it and some other way. And you're going to learn and kind of adapt what works for you because every company is so, so different. I mean, it's just, it's insane. So, um, yeah, I think that's a very good point. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and again, Google who formalized the SRE, they had it for certain purposes and their products are, are amazingly big and complex and uh, with billions of users and uh, no one else is operating on such scale or very few operate on such scale. Uh, so their eager and their investment in SRE is not on the same level as a typical enterprise or mid-sized business. Yeah, you could say uh, probably the closest other one would probably be Netflix with things like Chaos Monkey and all this other kind of stuff that they're doing to, to, to make sure that things are staying up and verify, you know, so they're they're a big one, um, you know, so there's there's definitely others out there. But, you know, that's the difference is they have billions of dollars to put into this kind yeah. of stuff and they get the best of breed, uh, you know, equipment and they have access to a lot of resources where, you know, a lot of people aren't, you know, don't have the advantage of that. and so. Um, you know, things like this allow them to get that knowledge, though. So, absolutely, it's a. Their view, those companies like Netflix or Google or Facebook or whoever else, they are. They are getting to the scale before anyone else, and they really need to build their own tooling. They are those who invent, who basically um, build a path for everyone else. Yeah, um, that's why they have to build their own languages. They have to build their own tools. They have to build. Borg, which became Kubernetes, but yeah. um, others cannot afford that and can and shouldn't afford that. It's actually yeah. a bad idea to try to replicate exactly the same setup as Google. There are differences. The Kubernetes is exactly the point of, of that. It's taking all the learnings that Google had in 15 years of, of running their internal systems and repackaging it in the way that is reasonably consumable by a normal company. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, all of this though is, um, is new to a lot of people and, um, you know, so 
you know, it's, it's, this is why I'm excited. I'm getting very excited about it. I just want to do it already. I want, I want, I want to be there. I want to, I want to be talking to people. Andrew, what do you think? I, I'm excited. I was telling them before uh, in the pre-call that I blocked off my calendar, um, which I, apparently at 6 a.m. there's not a lot for me to block off, but I did it so that I could attend the conference as much as possible. Um, I think before we wrap up, you know, I, I did want to point out that um, we'll put the uh, the links in the show notes. Um, there's a there's a hashtag that's WTF is SRE that you guys can start following a little bit. And like I said before, I think um, a lot of these personal Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Mike won't be able to use it, but everybody else <laughs> should use it. Um, you know, a lot of these people have great personalities on Twitter. Um, they're great people to follow and kind of get the latest and the greatest. Um, I did notice looking at the website that there is a there is a theme. And uh, yesterday when we were recording this episode before, I did not know that there was a theme. I was uh, quite obtuse to this. So I want to give you guys a, a second to kind of call out um, just a little bit more information about um, the conference, you know, when it starts, how people register. Uh, I know you guys have a charity as well. Um, so yeah, I was going to mention that. So, we forgot totally about the charity, which yeah. is probably one of the more important things. Absolutely. I haven't forgotten. Don't worry. I'll, <laughs> I'm here to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, we, we're going to share all the details, but uh, as mentioned, uh, the conference is free, so you just need to go to on, on the website, put your details in there, and, uh, and, and register, and we're going to send you all the information. And yes, we have a theme that is uh, uh, firefighters. And actually, today I've received my prop. I've got a firefighter hat. You oh. can't see that, but you're going to see it on the day at the conference <laughs> because I'm going to wear it. Um, We're sold enough. Let it be known that Carla will be in costume with a firefighter's hat on. Where's my firefighter hat? That's what I want to know. You know, I thought we're all firefighters here. I'm, I'm confused. When does um, Panay's um, Dalmatian costume come in? Because I'm assuming he will be the, the Dalmatian. I don't know if that's a, a true stereotype in Europe, but in America, every fire station oh, no. has a Dalmatian dog. Uh, ouch. We didn't think about that. We don't have a dog. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm coming, please, here. I have to admit, we didn't think about the dog. <laughs> I'm sure there will be plenty of dogs with speakers, and there's always somebody with a yeah, dog yeah. or kids or something. But that's part of uh, of the community vibe that, that we try to establish because we with virtual events it's so hard to to create this sense of, of community and that's why we we embrace a theme uh, that makes sense in this case you know. Uh, firefight your systems uh, when something happens. Um, and all of our speakers usually embrace the theme. They dress up with us, which is great. Uh, I hope you're ready, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in this case, we were also um, investigating on how we can help. Uh, and that's why we, we found this charity of firefighters, all female. Uh, it's a female crew. They are based in South Africa, so they've been battling those horrible fires lately, wow. which is terrible. Uh, but we have this charity in place. We have a lot of people already contributed, which is amazing. So we, we're going to help them uh, and support them uh, with their cause. And it's all on the website. Again, uh, feel free to visit that and, uh, and make a donation if you like. 
Absolutely. I think that's an amazing charity. I think that's, you know, I don't know how you, how you found them, but that, that sounds really cool. I think, I think next year you need to uh, double your, uh, your goal because you guys, I think blew through it uh, a couple of days ago and, and you're already uh, well on your way to the moon with uh, additional donations. So that's, that's great that you guys are able to, to help out a, a local cause and, and tie it all back together into this common theme of, of firefighting. I think it's a, a very cool idea and I, I am looking forward to see how you guys uh, implement it. Yeah. And as I said last time, I think it's amazing when we can do stuff we love and also support these charities and kind of help the community. And I said, and you know, the thing I've, I've always found interesting about this area is I love to teach people and I love to help people that want help and want to learn, you know, because coming up in the industry, there wasn't a lot of people that uh you know did this when i was when i was first coming up not now it makes me sound old right andrew he always calls me old um and uh you know so i think that you know i love to i love to help people i love to to show them whatever i know whatever whatever that may be and uh you know I, so i think that's great that's that's the beauty of this community i'm not a techie so uh, I'm an event manager, but uh, over the years working with the community a lot, uh, I've also learned something. I, I'm not an expert, far from it. I but think still. you're probably more techie than you give on. That's what, I, that's what I'm going to say. I think you probably are, but we'll, we'll see. But that's, that's, that's because, you know, that people like you and all the other members of the community, they're so willing to help and, and make you understand and make concepts that are quite complicated accessible uh for everybody so it's, it's very inspiring you know that's the key you can't just have somebody explaining technical specs you gotta say okay what's interesting why do we have this what is the purpose you know because uh, you know and and to leave off with this thought i think we have to wrap up pretty soon is that all of this technology all of this process came into being because of a need not because somebody said, hey, this will be really cool. It's because people found gaps in the way that they currently did things and said, this can be improved. And that's when you have a successful product, when you have a successful technology. It's when you look at what you have and say, hey, this could be much better. And I think I'm the one that can do it, you know? And that's where you see most of the innovation. And I think to just add a bit of this contribution and innovation, this whole ecosystem is mostly open source. And it's driven by commercial companies, and this uh, uh, there's strong alignment of commercial interests and uh, just generally contributing and helping others. And, and this make, makes this ecosystem so collaborative, so creative, so engaged. Um, we're really trying to be part of it, and uh, uh, we are not leading it; we're just part of a bigger thing. And we know that Cisco contributing a lot to. Uh, CNCF and Linux Foundation and lots of other foundations to open source. Um, th this is really great place to be, being part yeah. of this community. Yeah, it makes it very exciting. So, Andrew, uh, closing thoughts. Uh, no, I, I think we hit them. Um, you know, thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, I, I think there's a common theme here that we're all very excited about the community events and, and really 
um, you know, learning from the experts in the field, uh, you know, getting through that fluff, you know, I'll to stay on theme, um, dodging the smoke and getting directly to the fire. I think that is going to be the exciting thing that this conference uh, really brings to people. So if you've never done one of these conferences before, uh, they come highly recommended from Mike and I. Mike will be there presenting. And um, like I said before, we'll include all the, the links and information in the show notes. Um, so if you're interested in joining, by the time this gets posted, you'll have, um, you know, about a week to get yourself signed up and ready to go. Um, but thank you guys for coming on the show. It was, as always, a pleasure to to talk to you guys. And I, I hope that you will join us again uh, the next time around. There's another WTF conference when we come up with yet another acronym. Yes. So, thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks a lot, guys.